Tiger Bomb Sports Audio Entertainment presents The Heart of the Order, your home for baseball and fantasy baseball with your host, me, Ralph Lark. And now, let's check in on The Heart of the Order. To The Heart of the Order, of course, I'm your host, Ralph. Nothing fancy, guys. We're just going to hop back into DFS, give you some Friday information here, a couple hours before, almost four, three, four hours before the slate uh, gets live. So, Plenty of time for anybody paying attention who wants the best free information that I think you can find out there with logic and reasoning behind it. No paywall. That's the whole deal here at Tiger Bomb Sports Audio Entertainment. Baseball, football, we'll give it to you. Everything else is a plus. You can find us at www.tigerbombsae.com. There's a page for the Heart of the Order podcast as well as all the other podcasts we do. You can click on that list of the podcast there if you like. You can also follow us uh, online as well. If you're on Facebook, at Heart of the Order, the number one, at Heart of the Order one. Find our Facebook page. We're also on Twitter at H of the O-T-B-S-A-E. Again, that's at H of the O-T-B-S-A-E. Apologize for stumbling there, but those are the ways that you can keep up with us. Welcome to the new listeners, the new offenders. Welcome back to the hardheads, the repeat offenders. Love you guys all the same, Tiger Bombers. Let's get into the Friday slate. I apologize for the lawn and gardening uh, devices you may hear in the back as my neighbors get their lawns ready for the weekend. All right, so the Friday main slate. We've got quite a few games here. Not too much weather that we need to be worried about. But we will highlight some weather. With regards to yesterday, didn't play. Don't like those small slates. Kind of feels sharky. Not a lot of options for us to maneuver around and do what we want to do. And so I usually take that day off. And so I'm not going to give you guys picks that I'm not going to play. Going back to Wednesday, did okay. Had a lot of things hit right. Just didn't get those combinations quite together. Looked good for most of the night. Brought back a little money in the end. But we don't want to just do that. We don't want to just cover. We want to be profitable every night and so we'll go back to the drawing well be disingenuous if i told you guys i win every night that's a lie nobody wins every night but what we're going to do is be able to cover uh what we do with our winnings you got to play from winnings we want to actually take so much money into football which is harder that's the goal for me don't know what the goal is for you all right into our slate today San Francisco Giants traveling east to take on the Pittsburgh Pirates. Pirates are running into Rodon. He'll be very highly owned, but worth it and safe for cash. I like him a lot. Evan Longoria, love him. Plug him in. That's the smash play. And then outfielder Jock Peterson, also interested if you want to stack the two in a tournament. I don't like any Pirates, so there you go. Next game, uh, and that and that is a, uh, I'm sorry, that's 80 degrees, wind blowing out 11 miles per hour. So it's kind of like, you know, as far as Longo goes, I think he's in play. Peterson, I, you know, if he gets a hold of one, he's going to knock it out. So I will probably try to just get those two. I love the park shift for them. Uh, San Francisco minus 200 is the line over under eight runs. Next game, Philadelphia Phillies at the Washington Nationals, 88 degrees, so it's going to be warm. It's going to be balmy. we got winds at 12 miles per hour, left to right, though, right? So Philly minus 150 is the line, 10.5 runs here. Vegas feels like some stuff's going to happen, but I'm not very much interested. These pitchers don't inspire a lot of confidence, but also they each show well enough to probably not be worth full-on stacking against. Um, As far as the Nationals go, I'm looking at Nelson Cruz, perhaps, in the tournament play. 
Victor Robles, maybe also in a tournament play. Other than that, not a lot of interest. And then on the other side for the Phillies, I'm looking at Bryce Harper is a tournament play. That's it, though, guys. And, I, you know, I'm not going to feel bad if I don't get anybody else mixed into that one, to be quite honest with you. Now, the New York Yankees are traveling to take on the Toronto Blue Jays. This is in a dome stadium. We don't have to worry about weather. Yankees are a minus 115 favorite over under nine runs. Okay, so the Jays and the Yankees. I, You know, many Jays bats are in a good spot. I'll take them as tourney plays out of respect for Montgomery. But numbers don't lie. These guys have been destroying left-handers at home. And Montgomery's had the most challenges from right-handers on the road this year. Let's see if they touch them up big. So I'll be going with... Uh, Springer, Bichette, Springer outfield, Bo Bichette shortstop, Vlad Guerrero at first, um, Alejandro Kirk at catcher, outfielder Teoscar Hernandez, third base Matt Chapman. For the Yankees side of things, you can chance it with Ross Stripling. Um, he's only $5,800 on DK for the slate, probably won't implode, and would be very low-owned. If you don't want to take a chance with him, you can game stack this one from both sides. I like Judge in a tournament, uh, Stand in a tournament, and then Donaldson as a uh, pretty fine cash play, I think. All right, St. Louis Cardinals at the Boston Red Sox. 78 degrees, 11 miles per hour wind, left to right. Boston, 10 and a half runs. Another 10 and a half run game. And I just don't, you know, I mean, it could be, it could be, but I'm not seeing a lot of guys, right, that I want to key in on. So maybe just really focus in on these guys. The total over 10 here just doesn't make sense, though. Wainwright hasn't been awful. Same thing on the other side. I just don't see enough here data-wise to support attacking Waka. I think this goes under. Also, I won't feel bad if these guys don't make the cut for me today. But as far as the Red Sox go, I'll go Devers, Bogarts, and Story in a tournament. And then on the other side for the cards, Edmund and Goldschmidt makes sense, too. Uh, as far as the, Tex the next game goes, we got the Texas Rangers at the Detroit Tigers. 80 degrees, wind 16 miles per hour blowing out. Detroit's a minus 120 favorite. And Texas has been playing decently lately. At least 500 balls. So interesting uh, here that the line is on Detroit over under eight runs. The Detroit Tigers have been standing still for a while, though. Gray should be more than serviceable, even though he's not been a star superstar. Scooball has tournament appeal as he is high upside versus this lineup. Hence, Gray is more of a cash play, safer, and Scooball is the tournament play because he could rack up a few Ks and go long at home against these Rangers. So we like Scooball for tournaments and we like Gray for cash. I also like Simeon and Heim against Scooball, and those are fine. Just plug them in cash plays, not smash, but plug them in. Next, Miami Marlins at the New York Mets. 84 degrees, winds 12 miles per hour. The New York Mets are minus 200 favorite over under of eight and a half runs here. Pablo Lopez can deal, and the park shift won't hurt him either. I won't play him because he doesn't punch out lefties quite enough on the road, and also the Mets aren't a big strikeout team. He's going to battle them for sure, but he can find safer. we can find safer plays, I should say, with more upside like, like um, Scooball. Cookie Carrasco should cruise with relatively little resistance. Have to fit Jazz in today as a one-off. He looks great. So as far as the Mets go, Carrasco is a cash play. And then first base, Alonzo's a tournament play. McNeil's a tournament pay, play. And then Guillermo is a tournament play at second for the Mets. On the Marlins side, Chisholm and Cooper, second base and first base. On to the White Sox at the Houston Astros. It's in a dome. Houston's a minus 165 favorite. Over-unders, eight runs. Giolito isn't in the worst spot, 
But for this price on DK, does it make sense for a cash or attorney play? There's a bunch of value in near price around him on the slate. I am confident about his struggles with righties on the road. He's given up quite a few bombs in that scenario. And these guys can both get the job done for Houston today. That being Altuve and Bregman. Like him as fine cash plays. Framber Valdez has been real good at home. Opponents have not been able to put the ball in the air against him at home, so I'm not thinking highly about Shy Sox home run opportunities. It's not that he's punching out a bunch of guys, and the Sox aren't striking out much since they remain aggressive at the plate. Also, these Shy Sox hitters have absolutely destroyed left-handing pitchers at, on the road. I'd rather stack them, but you can always hedge by playing Valdez in the lineup as well. I probably will not and just game stack. No one will have this one with these two pitchers game stack. But the pieces fit together for a tournament with cheap pitching. Logic it in. Go with the Shy Sox. Pollock in the tournament outfield. Vaughn in the outfield in the tournament. Jose Abreu at first in the tournament. And then Jake Berger at third. Those are the guys you can fit him in without two Van Bregman. Bregman. On the next game, Padres visiting the Colorado Rockies, 94 degrees in Colorado with 14-mile-per-hour winds blowing out. San Diego's a minus-150 favorite, 12-and-a-half runs. Gore's been lethal, giving up only one home run between home and road games all year. He's been punching out the righties on the road with park shift going in his favor. Coors is always a test for pitchers, but I don't think the ball flies out if these guys whiff all night. I will definitely um, get exposure to Brendan Rodgers, but Gore should be a good tournament play, tournament because of the price and because of Coors. So Brendan Rodgers as a tournament play is the only Rocky I really like. Um, on the other side of things, Kyle Freeland doesn't have the best numbers, but he's been able to do a very important thing for a member of the Colorado Rockies pitching staff, and that's keep the ball in the park. He's been hit around, but he's done well at home keeping the big bombs from dropping. Bad news. Wind blowing out 14 miles per hour, and it'll be 94 degrees in Coors for this one. 12 seems a bit steep to me, but I want a game stack of these guys for tournaments. I'll play Profar and Kim and one-offs if I really want to. So for the Padres side of thing, Gore is a tournament pitcher. And then outfielder Profar is a fine play today. Cash Cronenworth at second is a tournament. And then Kim at short is a fine play today. Kansas City Royals at the Oakland A's. 60, miles, 60 degrees in Oakland. A little chilly. 11 miles an hour winds blowing out. It's a huge cavernous park for pitchers. And so this will kind of maybe even the band box up a little bit. Seven runs is the over-under. Line is Oakland at 145. I'm sorry, the park is not a band box. I was saying maybe this will make it a little bit of a band box. So as far as this game goes, um, Granke hasn't been great, but he's but he was hurt. He's back now, and his rehab assignment went just fine. Worth a shot at a cheap tournament play because the A's have been dead in the water. If health, if healthy, um, if health gives Granke, excuse me, any kind of an uptake, this could easily pay off. I tried hard to find players to stack against, and this Oakland lineup seriously just has no pop. He will highly be owned, I bet. But as a name is why they're going there. But I'll burn the lineup just to give him a shot. Montas has been very good. And although the Royals do not strike out a lot, there's an opportunity to play Montas and go for the upside, which is plenty here, against other punchless offensive team, not much unlike themselves in the Royals. So... As far as the recommendations go, Granky is a tournament pitcher. 
the catcher, Melendez. We just like him today for the, for the Royals. He's a good little player. And then for the A side, Montaz is a tournament player. That's it. Over-under is like seven runs. It's just like, I don't, this is going to be boring. I don't want that. There's nothing else to be had there, I promise. Twins at Arizona Diamondbacks. This is in the Dome, too. Minnesota's minus 130 favorite, over-under of nine and a half runs. The Arizona lineup doesn't inspire much confidence, but neither does Smeltzer for me. Strike out right-handed hitters. At, he strikes out right-handed hitters at just 9% of the time and only facing lefties for an inning of action thus far as a left-hander. I, I'm just I'm not looking deep into that, right? I hadn't noticed until now that the Minnesota Twins have been absolute trash on the road versus lefty. Baumgartner has quietly been decent this year so far. It's tournament play because we're hoping for the upside of a few whiffs. Fading Minnesota bats is a group, though. So in this one, I like Baumgartner as a tournament pitcher. Walker and Marte, first and second base as tournament plays for the D-backs. That's it. I know it's his nine and a half runs. I mean, I, I just don't see it. I'm not going to force it. Sorry. Los Angeles Angels at the Seattle Mariners, and this and this is in a dome as well. Seattle's minus one twenty favorite, seven and a half runs is the over under. Neither Lorenzen or the Mariners lineup inspire much hope for fireworks. I don't care if they move around the bases and collect a few fantasy points here and there. Lorenzo has no upside. This is the same way I feel about some of these others. I'm happy to draw a line in the sand and be wrong today, because I'm not going to play stuff that I don't see right. And so, again. You know, these angels, I mean, I like Trammell and, and France. You can play them in a tournament, but I don't care if I miss out. I mean, I'll play them maybe to get different, you know, hope it pops. But I, I'm not really worried about it. I'm not going to play Lorenzen. Robbie Ray has high strikeout upside, and the angels strike out more than any other club in the bigs. Do the math. So I will play him in a tournament. But if you want to play angels, you can play Trout, Rendon, and Ringifo. Now, the final game is the Cleveland Guardians at the Los Angeles Dodgers. 68 degrees, wind, 8 miles per hour, blowing out. Line is Dodgers, minus 280, big favorite, over under 8 runs. Not sure of the necessity of playing either side of this one. Both lineups do a good job of not punching out, but both pitchers can cause issues for would-be hitters. I can stomach these plays as one-offs, but I'm not sure you need to stack any of this. Owen Miller may be the most intriguing for here, most intriguing play for me here by far, to be honest. Uh, for the Dodgers side, though, Betts, Freeman, Turner, Smith, Bellinger, Taylor. Play any of them as one-offs. Pick some and stack if you want. Guardian side, Ramirez at third and Miller at second. That's it. Guys, that's what I have for you today. So use it in good health. Good luck as you you know think about making those lineups tonight and cruising towards lock. Remember, this is supplementary with what you do right i'm not saying only pick me but this is like i'm giving you what i'm going with and you guys know this is all that i'm playing so add it to yours if you feel confident about something great uh maybe i add it to that confidence right but all right guys that's what we got for the friday slate gonna try to fit another uh heart of the order podcast in tomorrow so we can just talk generally about some baseball things like we said before and just give a little knock around of each team all right guys peace